Father, we give you praise. So I have been in this scripture, um, and um, how many people knows when the Lord starts speaking to you about something, you start to see it in different translations and, and different things. That's what I do. And I love to get all of the translations, uh, you know, that I can and begin to see that. And today, because of our iPhones and all of those things, that we can see it, praise the Lord, amen, just with a really the push of a button, we can see so many uh, translations just coming up there. So I want you to go to Ecclesiastes 3, please. And the Lord has been um, ministering to me about time and how we can use time uh, to our advantage, and we must. We have one life. You know, we have eternal life, and we will be with the Lord forever. And that's not sitting on a cloud, amen, playing a harp. That is going to be full on. And we as the church, remember three groups of people, the Jew, the church, and the Gentile. And we, the group called the church, amen, we will have a job to do throughout eternity, amen. We always will be the church. And uh, we will have a job to do. And so when we go to be with the Lord, whether it's before that by the way of the grave or whether it's at the rapture, Amen. We will be with the Lord, of course, at the rapture. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Praise the Lord. All of those different things. And we will meet everybody in the air if we're already there. Um, but will we be there um, from the rapture for seven years? And I honestly believe that other things that will be going on, but this is not my message tonight, but I'll say this. I believe that it will be a training period, a period where the tribulation period will be happening on the earth. But we, the church, will have been taken away uh, for certain things that will happen. It's just not the escape of bad things. I believe it is the instilling of good things also in the church. I think that if we just have a mentality that we escape the bad, we lose so much of what it is that the Lord wants to do, amen, for us. But I believe personally, you know, through the study of the Word of God, that that, that there's something going to be very, very powerful happening those seven years that we are there. And then, of course, we return with the Lord. Amen. Uh, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be something something else. So I have been focusing on this scripture. And uh, I know that year after year after year, you can find yourself a decade on, and you think to yourself, okay, where, where am I? How far have I come? What, what is the Lord doing? Amen. And our position in the Lord is to wait on the Lord, and He will renew our strength. We will mount up as wings with eagles. Amen. We'll run and not grow weary, and we will walk. And I always said, I will never faint. Amen. Why? Because I've due 20 working in my life. I am praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. In other tongues, building myself up in my most holy faith. Amplified says, rising higher and higher as an edifice. I'd like you to say that tonight. I'm rising higher and higher. You don't mind if I do this for a few minutes. I know that every service is different. Sunday was, was just amazing. Amen. With different things happening. The Spirit of the Lord never fails to reach us. Amen. Where we're at. I, I love Him. Praise the Lord. So uh, Ecclesiastes 3 says this in the Amplified. 
um, it says, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, and a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What profit remains for the worker from his toil? So then he goes on, he says several things. Amen. Well, let's just keep going then. I have seen the painful labor and exertion and miserable business which God has given to the sons of men with which to exercise and busy themselves. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has planted eternity in men's hearts and minds, a divinely implanted sense of a purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Yet so that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. Now, we know, praise the Lord, that we as born-again believers indwelt and infilled with the Holy Spirit, amen, we have an unction from the Holy One, and we can know all things. The Lord can reveal things to us. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord, but there is that which He wants to reveal to us. I receive those revelations. It is, I think, um, impossible for any one of us in our human life to understand the, the infinite wisdom of God. For some people to come along and, and say, well, you know, brother, I, I just, I want the whole counsel of God. I don't know if you'll ever find the whole counsel of God until you're actually with him and working with him through eternity. Paul said that I see through a glass darkly. Well, we don't, in this day that we're living in, look through the same glass as dark. Paul had a phenomenal revelation spoke about some of that this morning at 6 a.m. prayer. He had such a revelation of everything that he knew. It meant nothing to him for the one purpose that he would know Christ. You know, there's such a revelation in that as well because Christ is not Jesus' last name, right? It is, he is the anointed one in his anointing. And there was so much more in the spirit that Paul desired to know. And he knew that his, all his intellectualism, all his study, all over the years, even to be known as one of the most learned men man alive at that time in his field, all of it meant nothing to the revelation of Christ and to know the operations of the Spirit. How do we sort of get a close look at that? Well, Corinthians then tells us that Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant regarding spiritual things, but things was put in there at the hand of the translators. So really what he was saying is, I don't want you to be ignorant regarding spiritual or 
the things of the Spirit or the operations of the Spirit. I receive this. But I know in my short life to do it, you know, 54, short life to do it. Come on, how many people's believing for a long life? Will he satisfy us? We're just getting started. But at the same time, I know that there has to be something of an exponential nature start to occur in our lives. And I believe that that is what he desires to do. Timing is everything. Say that with me. Timing is everything. Carnal myself over these years, and you know, I think over this last past year, I've become quieter and quieter. I've really valued the time alone when I haven't had to have been ministering and haven't had to be in people's lives. I've really valued more and more and more personal time. Not just personal time for the Lord, but personal time for me. Not a selfish personal time, but a time of reflection. A time of pondering, a time of processing, a time of weighing. Why? Because the years are flying on. And you have one year, one life, and you must make this life count. Whether you're at the first beginnings of it or whether you're at the latter stages of it. No matter where you are in life, every day, every week, every month, every year must count. We can't ever allow the enemy, complacency, or mediocrity ever to put us in a place of just sliding through life. Because even, you know, Alana, 20, 21, 19, praise the Lord, I was giving you a couple of years there, hallelujah. 19, right? Beautiful in everything to live for. But how many people that are older can remember 19, 20, 21? And it doesn't seem that long ago. Life goes fast. Somebody presses the button. The conveyor belt seems to quicken up. And before you know it, you're way on down. 20, 30, 40 years. And you're thinking, where did it go? Right? Because we always think we have plenty of time. I'm going to say that again. We always think we have plenty of time, right? Now, for the worker, you know, procrastination is not a thief to you. But there are many in life that procrastination seems to lurk day in, day out, putting what needs to be done today off until another time. I don't believe we're in those days. I believe, you know, go to the ant, you sluggard, Proverbs 6, and study her ways. Amen? What do I mean by that? It's because every day is an important step, another milestone in what? The acquisition of the destiny or the future or the plan of God that has been given to us by the Father himself. How many people receive this? So you don't have time to wait around, hoping and praying that the plan of God manifests. You have to come to a place in your life that you, what would you say, arrive at this, Father, 
I receive the instruction. I receive the purpose. The purpose positions me. So, Father, I receive the revelation of the purpose. So that, Father God, I automatically will become positioned by the diligent workings of my hands. And, Father God, by the careful study of your word and the processing of your plan for me and for my family. Hallelujah. I was just praying the Spirit over that right now. I don't want you to go deep into yourself tonight thinking, oh my God, time's getting away from me. No, I want you to keep it light. I want you to keep your ear towards the Lord. Incline your ear to his sayings. Come on, this is powerful. This is a powerful. What time am I in? What time? You make no mistakes, Father. None. You make no mistakes. None. None. You know, I have learned living 50 years. I have learned that God never throws in the towel with us. Never. How many people's grateful for that? Come on, this is prayer night. This just work with him. He never throws in the towel with us. He always gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And I believe that some things are presented to people at a time for them to lay hold of, a door open for them to go through. But if they don't lay hold of it at that time or go through the door at that time, I believe that it comes again. Hallelujah. I do. I believe it always comes again. Because God doesn't have B, C, D, E, F. <laughs> All right, we're, we're getting a few moans and grumbles. It, it's, it's us, and I say this lightly, it's us possibly that frustrates the plan of God. I'll speak over here. <laughs> How many people would accept that that possibly could be right? You know, through the years, people have looked at me like I was the issue. I am not the issue of your frustration. You are. When you walk with the Lord, He leads you, He guides you. You know what to do. Say that with me. I know what to do. Isn't that powerful? Come on, say it again. I know what to do. Father, all these things that you have for us. Father, you know that lifespan of man. You know, Father God, it's either 70 or 120. But Father God, the appointment it's not just, I have an appointment for you to die. I think, Father, that there is a determining factor. Your word leads us to that. That by faith, Father, we can appropriate your will, your purpose. That, Father, we can be at the right place at the right time.
And that, Father, we can enter into the fullness of what it is you have for us right here, right now, on the earth. Father, we, we take authority over the frustrations of time. Father God, even in ourselves, frustrating time. And Father, those things that you want to do in us and through us. And you're waiting for us to come to a place that we can do what it is you want us to do. Step right into that. Father, we worship you. There's a sense, a sense of spirit of prayer on that. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we praise you. We praise you. Come on, keep your mind on the Lord tonight. Keep your mind on the Lord tonight. Keep your mind stayed on him. His plans are so good, so vast. What does this next five years hold for you? What does this next 10 years hold for you? Come on, man's mind, come on, plans his way, but it is God who directs our step. Don't stay in your mind, put your mind stayed on God. Come on, we receive the mind of Christ regarding our destinies, regarding our futures, regarding the days ahead, regarding Father God millennial, Father God, this great move of your spirit, Father, this family that you're amassing, the things that you're doing, Father God, and the, what you've planned for this city, Father, for Oklahoma, in the name of Jesus, Father, we praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Mendembriansto caprapadesa la mina. Sombriansto ropa pramanaya. Monjele pepripiasto maya. Ombrosaya paparasaya. Come on, now this pray. Endoramashta. Open that up. Open that up. Regarding the timings of God. You're not going to miss it. It's not going to be frustrated. You're not going to live in a frustrated world. You're not going to live in a world of questions. Always looking answers. Always with problems and needing solutions. Come on, everybody. He leads us. He guides us. He reveals to us the spirit of revelation working within us, working through us. Hallelujah. And a sola bebriastomaya, Menjola propia propongasaya, Menjola paprepedesala mambrapadina, Orskiai, Orskiai, O Gemela Shola. Wow! 
Oh, hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. In the embriastolo mamprapadasolomora, yaristia kraya. Menesola pamramanasola papropoporapa. Menesola papremiastolo papropokorosa paparamanaya. Menjula papriambo sola paprapanaina sola pamrapadaina. Menjela de fiela kamala tovamra padoshola pamrapadaina. Apostoma, apostoma nekifia solomina. Endora fadeskai. Even Father God, that apostolic anointing. And Father God, that prophetic Father God mantle. In the name of Jesus, it hangs heavy upon the church. In the name of Jesus, you were bringing tremendous revelation to the body of Christ of the hour that we are living in, Father. And so, Father God, we embrace the season and we embrace the hour. And Father, emerging from the last several years, we thank you, Father, that you're bringing us the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. That, Father God, you've made us the majority and we will never be the minority. That, Father God, you stand by our side and your glory is our rear guard and that you are with us every step of the way. But Father God, the future opens up and the road, Father God, it lightens before us in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask you right now, open the eyes of these people in the name of Jesus that they can see, Father God, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So Father, in the name of Jesus, even tonight, we pluck up the stones from the highway. In the name of Jesus, Father, we take authority over crooked places on this path that our Father God straightens out before us. It straightens out before us. And the Father, the path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. We will not sit in darkness, Father God, for you are our light, that you illuminate our darkness. And the Father God, you are flooding our heart with light in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you glory. 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 Oh, Father God, rejoicing is in our private homes. Rejoicing is in our private dwellings. Rejoicing is in the tents of the righteous. We give you praise, Father, for the the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, Father. The joy of the Lord coming upon our children and our children's children. The joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let the Lord be magnified. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. tonight. Come on, chains of restriction, boxes, boxes, boxes that people put on you. We smash them in the name of Jesus. Shut it out free to live my life in and for God. 
Hallelujah. I declare it that when we look back over our lives, we will look back with eyes beholding that the life that the Lord had for me to live, I believe, I receive. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Now just thank him right now. Thank him. Don't delay. Don't delay. Don't delay. Don't delay. There's no time to delay. There's no time to delay. There's no time to delay. Hallelujah. And everybody said, Amen. You may take your seats. Let's go to Philippians 3, please. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Lots of things going on, huh? Praise God. Isn't it good to be in a place that can pray? <laughs> I love that. We're not afraid of it. Amen. Not afraid of lifting our voices. Hallelujah. Stretch your hands towards Alan right now. Alan, please stand. Could I have an oil, please, guys? Hallelujah. Alan's going into uh, tomorrow for a procedure. In the name of Jesus and his eyes. Always love to wait on that anointing. Hallelujah. Tremendous work has taken place within you. Mm -hmm. Even at a time like this, and how things are different. But the presence of the Lord will absolutely envelop you in a sense of His presence will be felt in and around you. I anoint you with oil. As scripture says. For the full recovery of these eyes and the skilled workmanship of the surgeon. In the mighty name of Jesus, I call you whole. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. In the, the joy of your heart will be full to overflowing. This Christmas, in the name of Jesus. Give God all the praise, all the honor. Mendra pediso, beka prepedi me ato prepedanete. Bandela vapara badazulo po prepedoso la man prepiatete. Mendulo po prepiasto la pa prepedara sulo manete. Moza la pa prepedaso la pa prepedene sulo. Manjula pa prepedaso la manata premiere. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
Come on, I love, I love it when the anointing comes like this. Hallelujah. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Father. Father, even the work that you began in some people on Sunday, I thank you, Father, that it will continue. It will absolutely flourish in the name of Jesus. Flourish. Flourish. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. So let's go to Philippians 3. We'll move quickly. It's already 8.10. And praise God. That's how time flies. So I'll say this. If you were not happy in what you were doing, then you must inquire of the Lord. Because there could be reasons for that. But the Lord is not just living for your happiness. The Lord is working at His plan. And even if you're doing what you don't like to do, you are still required by the Lord to be happy. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shout it out, I'm happy. Jesse says, this church is the happy church. Hallelujah. I'm happy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at this in verse 7. I'm going to read to you from the Passion Translation. Don't shoot the speaker, praise the Lord. But I am going to read it. You can read it from yours. But I'm going to read it from the Passion. It says this in verse 7. Yet all of the accomplishments that I once took credit for, I've now forsaken them, and I regard it all as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. I want you to write it in somewhere. How is my walk with the Lord? Has it become works? Is it still alive? Is it still you and Him? It's beautiful. Paul, it didn't matter to him about anything that he did as long as this. Nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap. It's all like a pile of manure to me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as Lord in all his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness based in keeping with the written law. My righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. And I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experiencing, experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me 
I will be one with him in his sufferings, and I will be one with him in his death. Look at this in verse 11. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection from the realm of death. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing, but I run with passion, everybody say that, passion, into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't care what your age in here. I want you to look at someone and say, I am going to discover this. Come on, say it like you mean it. I am going to discover this in the name of Jesus. Tick, talk, tick, talk, tick, talk, tick, talk. Every day is slipping away. But what does the future say? Are you doing today that is setting you up for tomorrow? Hallelujah. 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 We're not doing what we do because it's a convenience. We're doing what we do because of the productivity of what needs to be born in each and every one of our lives, yeah. which is first and foremost for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And we then reap the benefit. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So say this with me. Every day counts. Every day, every day, counts. Every day is a seed sown to my future. Every day is another opportunity to be more productive tomorrow. Amen. Because God says he will bless the works of my hands. I'm not in, a, I'm not in limbo. I'm not holding between God doing something and God doing something in the in-between of God doing nothing. Everything is a productive moment in my life. Come on, say that with me. Every day is a productive day. Come on, you cannot sit at your place of work and wish you were doing something else or you're robbing your employer. Let's say that one more time. You cannot sit at your place of work and wish you were doing something else or you are robbing your employer. What you're doing right now, even in employment, you must give yourself to spirit, soul, and body wholeheartedly. Amen? So that you are the, the most productive in this time, in this field, in this moment as you can possibly be. You cannot be doing one thing wishing you were doing another. <laughs> Say it with me. The joy of life is important to me. How many people are receiving this? To Come on. Say it again. The joy of life is important to me. Do you know, I, I can't bring you that joy. I can't bring you that joy. That joy is from the Lord. But it's, it's, not, it's not a feeling. I know it's the strength of God, but it's also a place. It's also a reality. And it's also a decision that I may not be doing right now what I believe I will be doing, but I'm going to enjoy the journey. Every step of the way, I'm going to put everything that I have into it 
And the moment that you do that, you might start getting something out of it. It doesn't matter whether that's the shop floor. It doesn't matter whether that's the executive office. It doesn't matter whether that's flipping burgers. It doesn't matter whether that's behind the pulpit. And I hope everybody behind the pulpit really is putting everything they have into it. For all of our sakes, right? But I know that if you do that, then a law says that you have the right to reap it. That I did it with all my heart. Then you have the right to reap what's on the Father's heart. Because he didn't say, I'll bless you when you're doing this. He says, I will bless the works of your hands. It's a law. So you have to find the joy and contentment even doing what you don't want to do. And then when what does come that you want to do arrives, then the appreciation for that is much greater. Hallelujah. 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 You can thank the Apostle Paul for this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Nothing to do with me. Amen. Verse 11, only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness. I love this. A man that could say that he knows most and more probably than anyone. But look, he's still saying, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. But I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose. That I may reach the purpose. That I may reach the purpose. You know, I look back over my years doing what I have done. And I've seen some things, and, and I thought I would be doing those things forever. But they were stepping stones. God knows how to get us to where he needs us to be. Hallelujah. I never thought for one minute that I would be ministering here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was nearly like horrifying. Because Tulsa is like Jerusalem. You can get cut to pieces here very quickly. It's a place where a war wages and rages. And many Christians don't even know that. People from around the world think that Tulsa truly is like where Christianity began and originated. (laughs) And then you get here And it's a war zone, discombobulated, so much religion. Yes, great, great churches, great people. Lots of people that love the Lord, but so much religion. But praise the Lord, we don't have to live like that. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Come on, lift your hands and receive that. Whom the Son sets free. It's free indeed. You know, all I ask at times, and I say this in my house, all I ask at times is, just love me. Just love me. Just love me. People like me are different. 
But I'm very much like the Lord. Because, you know, there were times the disciples didn't know what was about to happen. Until the day before. Until that morning. And then in today's church world, we, we try to schedule everything out weeks ahead. I don't think Jesus walked about with a calendar. I don't even think Jesus had a PA. Oh, I know it's all necessary. Thank God my, my precious wife has had calendars for years and years and years, probably for every year that we've been married. And I'll say, Karen, you remember we did that six months ago? And she'll say, Paul, that was three years ago. How many men identify with what I'm saying? She can go back in that calendar. And she can go back every step of the way and she can tell me everything that we did on a day-to-day -day basis for the last 20, 30 years. Every day. How many people know that's a tremendous discipline? When it comes to the end of a year, We can ask Karn, what did we do this year? Because for we, me right now, this year was a blur. I'm in December and I'm like, how did we get here? I'm like the cloud. Karn holds onto my feet to keep me down and to stop me from floating away. Mike Hammond said that about Lynn, too. Mike had to hold on to her ankle once in a while in case she left and never came back. See, time, time. is of the essence. In our heart, this carnes in my heart for all of you, is that you fulfill the plan of God. Hallelujah. Let's receive it. Let's receive it that the selflessness of the love that we have in our lives, no matter what that means for us, our prayer is that each and every one of you fulfill the plan and purpose of God. And to do life together is so exciting. But I declare this tonight. If you haven't already realized that we're in a time of war, and you need to get with the plan quickly. Because you cannot sit at ease when the Lord is calling the church to attention. There are things that the church now needs to rise and do with a strong apostolic and prophetic mantle. And we're going to walk in things that we've never walked in before. We're going to learn things that we've never learned before. How many people knows that to be the truth? We're going to hear things that we've never heard before. And just like Paul, when you think that you have a premium on what Scripture says, Paul says, I have to let that go 
so that I can attain this revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know. Oh, you're so worthy, Lord. Come on, just worship him out of your hearts. Hallelujah. You're so worthy, Lord. So worthy, Lord. So worthy. You know, there's so much about the apostolic that I'm learning. So bear with me. There's so much about your job you're learning. And people are bearing with you, right? I went to see somebody this week and they were going to talk to me about something. And when I got there, they were watching a video on what they wanted to talk to me about. <laughs> and I think they were kind of like, oh, wow, he saw me watching that. And I was enthused because this person said is that I was, I was, I was actually studying up on this so that I could talk to you about it. And I thought, way to go. You see, he could have just went, oh my God, he caught me out. No. I said, way to go. That's the way to go. Because we don't know everything. We don't know everything. And sometimes, even in the church world, for you to try and understand me as the pastor, where you're at, that can be like... So don't judge me from where you are. Just keep lifting me up to heaven. Just keep lifting me up. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm trying to pursue God with all my heart. And you know the prophetic? I'm learning so much about that. And so much even I have went recently. Oh. That was a learning moment, Paul. Yes, Lord, I felt it. How many people have ever felt the learning? Not every time you like that feeling. But Paul says, you know what? Let everything go as manure. Do you all say manure here in Oklahoma? Do you all say manure in Arkansas? <laughs> Sounds much better than dung, right? I mean, it's just like... Did you get anything out of tonight? To everything, there is a season. And the message says it like this. There is a time for everything. And we receive this tonight. You hear what Pastor Karen said? She wouldn't want to be stuck back in a season previous. 
I'm telling you, we're having the time of our lives. Doesn't mean to say that there's no days we have to work through, but they're worth working through. They're worth working through. They're worth working through and you can work through them together and you can say, you know what? Tomorrow's gonna to be better because of what we decided today. I can tell you this, coming from the military background that I have of anti-terrorism, when you're going to war, that's not the time when you're charging into a fight to question what the leader is doing. When you're charging at the enemy, at that stage, y'all just need to let it fly and hope to God in faith that what we're doing is right and we have the right strategy. Because you turn at that stage, you're gonna put the rest of people in jeopardy. That goes for every walk of life. That goes for parent, that goes for boss, that goes for employer, goes for every walk of life. That is a family, if you're rushing into war, that's not the time to say, I don't know what dad's doing. It's the time to grab your tomahawk and run. Can I have an amen? So the church is at war. Just take a look around. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Father, we just submit this to you tonight. And I thank you that you minister to us, Father God, in a way that your spirit, Father, makes it clear what it is we need to hear. Lead this great people in the way that they should go, Father, that they will be assured of their future and lay hold of their destiny for the greater outworking plan and purpose of the church. And we will be positioned accurately. In Jesus' name, the right place, right time. In Jesus' name, shout that out, right place, right time.